Wrestling Geeks Alliance. Geek Vibes Okay, chill out. This is not a big deal. I'm Dana Alves. I'm the host of Wrestling Geeks Alliance. And this is going to be a, a random ass show. That's because craziness has bestowed upon all wrestling fans today on a Tuesday. A Tuesday in which we will remember the 15th of February. What the fuck day? Joining me on What the Fuck Day. To go over two huge news items that we could not wait for to talk about this weekend. My co-host, Christopher Brother Ray Patton. Uh, holy shit, boys. <laughs> what a ride we were in for today. Uh, man, uh, I guess it's Tuesday and you know what that means. <laughs> the wrestling world explodes. NXT is going to be on tonight? Uh, right. Like... Is this the biggest breaking news we've ever had as far as two huge news stories on one day? Uh, I, I feel like they're, like the other ones that have been at this level have been like the releases, but not two of these to like this. Yeah, these are huge stories. It's crazy. Maybe the confirmation of AEW as its own company signing the actual TV deals. That might be the last big big one i can remember that's anywhere near this wow all right well let's just uh let's just get right into it man all right so the first uh news item cody rhodes and brandy rhodes are no longer all elite uh released today was uh information uh given by cody nice little goodbye thing on twitter a statement if you will that him and brandy have decided to part ways with aew and the one of the head vps of the company uh you know all the rumors that we've been hearing uh about him possibly leaving i didn't think anything of it i really thought that that inevitably when the contract ran out and he was doing week to week that they were going to renegotiate it sounds like they were, uh, that this kind of came a little bit last minute. And now the reports that we're hearing, and who knows what he'll decide to do, you know. Him and Brandy just had a baby. He's got a lot of stuff going on. He's becoming a little bit Hollywood, but, you know, still a great, fantastic wrestler. Definitely raises stocks in wrestling uh, to the point where WWE in the ballpark of four to five million dollars to come over to the WWE. Uh, I don't know if that would include Brandy. I'm assuming it would maybe valet or whatever, you know, manager. Uh, but holy shit. And this is the second item of news that me and Chris found out today. Now I wanted to talk about this first, but Chris, Cody Rhodes is all WWE. Maybe, maybe, but. 
as, as far as we know, I mean, all signs point to he got offered a stupid contract, um, which good for him if this is the case that's been out there on the table since his, uh, you know, since it was worded that he was going to be up to resign. And um, I don't know what happened yesterday. Apparently he went in to resign or talk about resigning his deal. That was, this was supposed to happen a couple of weeks ago, but Cody's been off the show um, from the sources I've read, mostly from the observer. So take this as whatever Meltzer and Alvarez and their sources versus, you know, maybe a PW torch or whoever their guys are. What was said is they went out, uh, you know, he shows up around lunchtime. They think they're going to resign the contract. Lawyers are brought in, which means could be negotiating, whatever. Uh, end of the day, he doesn't resign. He's done. He's officially gone from AEW. I don't know what that means for his TV show. If they specifically uh, roads to the top or whatever the, the show is called. I don't know what that means for that. The go big show is its own separate thing. So I'm assuming that is still going to be something he's involved in. And then um, apparently everyone's across the wrestling world started getting these tweets that Cody or like these messages, text messages that Cody's gone. And today we get kind of the confirmation with him, not only him releasing a statement, but Tony Khan himself releasing a statement, kind of thanking Cody for his time at AEW. And then Cody obviously thanking the fans and thanking a bunch of the wrestlers that were there during this time. And here we are. What is Cody doing next, I guess, is the big question. And the glaring obvious answer would be, well, it's fucking WrestleMania, right? <laughs> like, that would be, I think, yeah. where everyone's mind is going to. And uh, if we look at maybe the other options, the other option would be, hey, he's just taking time off. He's maybe going to work on some more TV shows. Um, he's He wants to spend more time with his family. He just had a baby not that long ago. Uh, maybe he just wants to do some indie stuff, a la Matt Cardona. But then you hear the four to five million dollar contract potential offer, and it seems like he kind of had a little bit of WWE and AEW going into a bidding war to the point where maybe AEW was just like, nah, we're good. Wow. I mean, this is just crazy to break down in my head. And I've been doing it all day. I mean, this is. This is kind of the poster boy for AEW. This is the first, I'm not going to say coup, because I don't, people are like, do you think that, you know, they're sending him in there, like, try to figure out from Vince, or do you think Vince is going to try to get in Cody's head about it? No, I don't think anything like that. I think this is about money. I think this is about business. And unfortunately, I don't think, like, a lot of that stuff, like, you got to realize, if he were to go to WWE, and that's not 100%, I think there's a good chance, because of dollar signs. Yes. Money controls that aspect. Yes, people in the wrestling industry can get over their shit when it comes to a handshake and a fucking checkbook. That's just how it is. And there have been other people that have hugged Vince when at one point Vince would have murdered them if he got a chance to get away with it. Um, Jeff Jarrett comes to mind, <laughs> you know? I mean, this is just the nature of the beast if he were to go to WWE, but who knows? Like, like Chris said, the thing about, like, if he wants to still continue to have a show, you know, USA is going to fucking jump on that in a, in, in a heartbeat if he wants some reality TV show. They love those things. And the, th the thing about Cody is he's raised his stock. If you thought that 
when Drew McIntyre was the chosen one, and then he kind of went flat, and he was a 3MB, and then he got fired, and then he, you know, raised his stock going through Europe and the UK, and then coming over here into Impact, you know, Drew Galloway, and then when he went back to NXT, he had a different look, a different bravado, um, got the NXT championship and was the world championship two years from then. Cody has, you know, gone on all the big independents, at least at the time, been a part of one of the biggest factions, won gold in New Japan with the U.S. title, won gold. I don't know about Ring of Honor, but the NWA championship, you know, formed one the competitor, the American competitor for the WWE. Even if it's not to that level, it's still fucking something that's there. Um, he's done a lot. He's now his... His segments usually gain ratings a lot of times. That's what they look into. And I wouldn't expect, although I love Tom Clark, Chris, uh, for saying that funny-ass tweet, saying as long as they don't put him in polka dots, because God knows that would be bad. But I don't think they're going to do that. I think that they're going to give this version of Cody. He owns his own music. And we're going to see what happens when a, a very decisive Cody Rhodes, but very popular, is put into either Raw or SmackDown, which I will say, I mean, AEW fans don't want to hear this. A lot of aspects have been a lot better story and wrestling wise for those shows. So it's interesting nonetheless. So I'm going to shut up. Chris, you say whatever you want to say. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, I think the only way he's going to be wearing polka dots, it would be if he wanted to, right? So. My guess is if there was really lawyers involved in like a big contract offer from both companies, I'm going to go on a limb and say he has some things put in his clause of what he is going to be doing in WWE, if that's the case. And the other thing to keep in mind is kind of the second news article we're bringing in. I don't, I don't now the, the big thing about stone cold coming back potentially which is our second news item not to jump the gun i think what? plays into this <laughs> i think it plays into this uh not what? necessarily the cody signing but what wwe is trying to do here uh apparently they've sold forty thousand tickets in an eighty thousand seat arena for the two nights at wrestlemania this kind of news is immediately going to you know triple those or not triple, but at least get them the rest of the way to the 80,000 <laughs> seats uh, for their ticket sales at WrestleMania, which is a big deal because that's how they judge what kind of year WWE really had over the past year. Uh, so that's that. I think that plays into it as far as like a TV show. You're right. USA could pick it up or it could be something on Peacock. WWE has a production team that does this with Ms. and Mrs. and Total Divas and Total Bellas. In fact, I would say they probably do it a little better than the couple of episodes I saw of Roads to the Top. Um, so yeah. I I don't know, man. It, to me, if I had to if I had to bet on one or the other, Cody just not doing anything for a while or showing up at WrestleMania, I would definitely be putting money on him showing up at WrestleMania. And I guess the next question would be, well, what are they going to do with him? <laughs> and that well, the, <laughs> right? the first one I'll throw right back to you. Um, do you have him? Do you try to force him and try to get him into something in the next you know, couple of weeks? 
to get to WrestleMania? Do you have him be a big surprise at WrestleMania that obviously information for all the fans will already know is fucking happening because we always do. Even the Hardy stuff, we heard about it. Anyways, or do you possibly even bring him in Raw after Mania to start the new season? Ooh. I mean, do you lean into the whole Triple H thing when he started AEW and then that's your up fucking Mania match? It's, if, if, if Hunter is okay, like, you know, heart-wise more so than anything. I mean, the guy does roll every fucking muscle on his body, it seems like, but... You know, more so health-wise, dude, that would be, if they could put that together quickly, I'm down for that match for sure. Yeah, they're definitely going to play into the fact that this is a man that left a company, started another company, was their top guy, and came back. And it it would point to him maybe even doing some sort of, like, fighting authority figure i would think I, I just don't know how you place him into a what what storyline you you put him in i don't think he's going to show up at on saturday at elimination chamber we will no. say that it'll it'll either be at mania or probably directly the monday night raw after mania um based on those ticket sales if he's for sure signed with wwe if this is a done deal that we just haven't heard yet I'm assuming that we're seeing him or at least hearing teased that he's going to be there before mania just to sell the rest of those tickets out. If, 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 if the next news topic doesn't do the trick. Um, But I do want to say for WWE. Yeah. Well for, for WWE, right. They've lost pretty much every big star in this. Let's put it a quote unquote war. This is the first shot they've taken, and holy shit, it's a big one. I mean, if if you wanted to sign someone from AEW, regardless of how much this is costing them, because also keep in mind, WWE, while Vince himself maybe doesn't have as much money as Tony Khan, the company is still a multi-billion dollar company. And if you're going to fire one shot, taking (laughs) one of the members that started AEW, putting them back under your wing... Um, and doing some big high-level matches with him is not a bad place to start. In fact, if you're Vince, you're thinking this in some ways cannibalizes a little bit of AEW's audience who may may have been there for Cody to begin with. Yeah. Well, and you know that there's certain other people. I don't think any of the MJF stuff, as much as he brings it up, I don't think that's a joke. I, I've heard through many sources WWE is very interested in him. Very interested in Wardlow. There are definitely certain people that they see potential in once their contract's done now, however many years. This is talking about Cody, though, right now. And, I mean, it's it's crazy. It's, yeah, let's, 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 uh, let's, I guess, now this might be a possibility. Let's, let's, uh, let's go to, I love the Triple H idea, Chris. I think that that would be great if they could do that, if he's healthy enough. But who's another couple people that we could see them trying to get Cody in some type of match with set up for WrestleMania? Or if not WrestleMania, just his first feud in general coming back to WWE? Um, Well, if they're not going to do Matt Riddle versus Orton at WrestleMania, you could do Cody versus Orton. Yeah. Yeah, there's a... There's a storyline there. You could do someone he's never really faced. You could do him versus Seth Rollins, 
who I don't know has a match currently built for Mania yet. Um, nope. No, if, if, if Kevin Owens is going against Austin, if that really is happening, then yes. Yeah, because that was originally, I think, supposed to be where they were going. But if Seth has nowhere, Seth versus Cody would be fucking awesome. That would be a great right. introduction. And, I mean, it's one of those situations, whoever he comes in, they want it to be a good match, right? So they're going to play him against... Uh, God, I almost feel... I don't want... I mean, I love... I think that would be a great match and probably one of the better matches on the card. The problem is the where Balor... Balor is. How Balor is and how he's been treated over the past six months. I don't know that that's necessarily where you want to go with Cody. Uh, you could have Cody just come out at the end of a Lesnar Reigns match, whoever ends up winning that, and cause cause them some issues. And then he doesn't actually have a match at Mania that he's just a big appearance. Like they, you know, you tease the if you're smart, you tell everyone he's going to be there. Um, but as far as like a match goes, I mean, Orton is the one that I guess Orton and maybe Seth Rollins would be the two that stand out mostly because Orton's uh, past. And then as far as Seth Rollins, I don't know. He's just annoying enough to kind of build into any feud right now. <laughs> and he would, and he would have a great match. Uh, Triple H would be, if, if you ideal, if you could dream book, that would be the ideal because he's the one that smashed the throne. And now you can have Triple H come out and cut his promo of like, well, you know, your company, what, what about, why'd you leave your company? <laughs> I thought you were gonna destroy me. Here I, I you stand. Know, it's, it's so funny. It's so funny, Dad. You know, I remember this guy over here saying, "I'm gonna go shut like." Well, he did, and now he's back. Yeah, that'd be great. Right. So it's I don't know. It's it's interesting stuff. Um, I think me, he has. Let me to be throw out. Let, let me throw out that, not for Mania, but I would love to see a future feud that I think needs to happen between Cody and The Miz. And if you get the wife's involved, that's even more interesting. Actually, don't do that, please, for God's sakes. <laughs> Just recycle every Miz storyline leading into a who ha- for the Who best. has the best reality TV show on USA once that happens? That's when you do that. Yeah. I mean, it's still going to be the Miz and Maurice because she's Maurice is hilarious. Uh, but yes, I think you could go. You could do that. There's, I mean, there's a lot you could do with Cody depending on how he's going to be booked. Which, hey man, this was teased for the people out there that were saying, "What if Cody shows up at the Royal Rumble?" Um, yeah, you're just a little know, bit I, off. They weren't. They weren't wrong. And the contract currently, I guess, it would expired in December. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess apologies to those guys because I was like, no fucking way. Like, he's got the TV show with AW. He's on TNT Network. He's probably just biding his time to resign for more money or something. And uh, yeah, I was I was fucking wrong. Apparently, <laughs> crazy. Well, um, should we talk about the other big thing, or do you have any other uh, statements about the whole Cody thing? No, I mean, just good luck to Cody. I don't think this necessarily hurts AEW too much. Um, it does cause more of a division between AEW and WWE diehard fans. Try to be nice to one another. <laughs> right? 
But uh, yeah, man, I don't know. I'm excited to see what Cody does when he shows up. It's WWE, so his matches will be completely different. His promos will be completely different. And from that standpoint, I don't know uh, what this version of Cody is going to look like and whether I'll like it or not. All right. Well, um, based on their contracts, and I don't know when. I really don't know when. And this is a bold prediction, I told Hoyt. And I didn't tell us to you, and I think that you're going to think I'm crazy. Uh, I think Jericho is going to be the next person to jump ships. Uh, and that's not just because of him going back and forth and being QC with Kevin Owens and shit like that. I don't know why people made a big deal of it. But I think he's going to want to go home. And guess what? The rest of the VPs, in the next five years, I could see all of them, even the Young Bucks in WWE, based on the money. If they throw enough at him, you know. I'm just saying. So crazy things might happen in the next couple of years. Don't expect Cody to be the only one who jumps from AEW to WWE. Yeah, well, I mean, we even teased this of, of the eventuality of this where you're signing all of WWE's people eventually when these contracts start to end for AEW because they had a blanket slate where WWE had to like figure out who they wanted to resign and not resign and sign um, as new wrestlers. We knew that this is eventually going to happen. So maybe it's not even people like that, but it could be, I don't, I don't know who's a, like maybe a Wardlow or uh, yeah. it, it's not necessarily going to have to be any of these top guys, but eventually there is going to be a shift where other people are going to be getting signed. I, um, I don't see Kenny and the Young Bucks ever going anywhere else. But I also never thought that Cody would be leaving AEW. Anything can happen, man. It's the wrestling industry. It's craziness. Craziness. You want to know something? Oh, what were you going to say, Chris? The only thing I was going to say is if they sign Cody for this large-ass contract and it does nothing for them in the ratings the next <laughs> six months... Cody might be back in AEW faster than expected. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. They they have this uh, thing in their contract where they can just ah, rip it up and fucking that's it. All right. Um. So yeah, the 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 other level of craziness that I thought was complete bullshit until outlets like you know Wrestling Observer and PW Torch and uh, Ringside News and pretty much all the smaller ones too. Sean Ross Sapp and then Sports Illustrated. And fucking um, entertainment, you know, fucking style the deadline. Uh, we're also reporting this. Stone Cold Steve Austin. It has not been confirmed. 100%. Uh, basically, they're throwing a lot of money at him to have a potential match with Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. Uh, he is six, wait, uh, 57 years old, I believe. Yeah, 57 years old. Um, he hasn't wrestled since 2003, where he retired after the match with The Rock. He has had treatments on his terrible neck and stuff like that, different surgeries and different things that he's tried. But he's always maintained not going to, you know, not going to happen. Uh, they tried again back to go against John Cena a long time ago. Did not happen. They tried with Sean at one point. Didn't happen. Maybe Hunter CM Punk was another person proposed. Uh, I think Coachman was also someone as like a jokes short match. Thank God they didn't do that. Austin has 
remained not going to happen, not wrestling. He's done. His career's over. Well, uh, also along with this news, to back it up, apparently it was uh, found out that WWE sent him a ring back in August. So if you have a wrestling ring, I'm assuming that you're doing something on it. Maybe you just like it for looks. I don't know. That's just weird. But um, large sum of money. I'm assuming this would be one of the main events. I don't know how the hell you have people go on after Austin's last match. And there, I'm assuming that Kevin Owens would actually be in the pin, which I don't think he'd have a problem with at all. Uh, but what the fuck? Like, I mean, all right, look, I love you, Sean. And, and you're looking... You're looking great, especially with your new hair. But since technically you fucked it up by doing that Saudi Arabia thing, maybe let AJ do this with you next year. Just have one last match, kind of like what you did with Flair. Just saying, if Austin's going to fucking come out of retirement since 2003, one last match for the for the, for the the Heartbreak Kid. But this is not about HBK. Chris, Stone Cold Steve Austin, what? Might be at WrestleMania, what? <laughs> Kevin Owens, who was talking shit about Texas last night randomly in his promo, how terrible the people are. Weird, huh? <laughs> Is weird. Good setup. Uh, I didn't think anything about it yesterday. I thought, well, and we talked about this on last week's show, which everyone should check out, listeners up here. Um, he was spotted to come to WrestleMania anyways. Regardless of the match, the match thing I didn't really know about, uh, but the the idea of him being a part of WrestleMania, I thought probably a host to some extent. Maybe he hits a couple of stunners on people, uh, which could still be there. I mean, if they can't get him to have an actual match, it still could just be Austin as a host. And uh, the fallback plan being that maybe you just signed Cody Rhodes. I think that goes a long way. But. Damn, did they pick a good opponent for Austin or what? Because they have a lot of good people on this roster. You could potentially say AJ Styles would have been good. Seth Rollins. They went with Kevin Owens. And I guess, you know, he does do the stunner. And they've had those interactions in the past. Even going back to when Kevin Owens was in fucking Ring of Honor, which Stone Cold has talked about in his podcast. But as far as someone that would be able to have the kind of match Stone Cold probably is going to need to have which is going to be more of a brawl than anything else and just Kevin Owens taking a bunch of fucking bumps and being safe with Austin. They picked a fucking great opponent. I would love to see this match. I think it would be better than people would expect just because Austin's a great wrestling line. Kevin Owens is a great wrestling line. If they can make this happen, it'll probably be the thing I'm most excited about on all of mania with the exception of probably Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. And I think that's the fucking idea, right? Yeah. So many things that go into, I mean, first of all, do you think that even though they're probably all really happy for Kevin Owens, cause KO, it makes a lot of sense. And this really solidifies him. Like I said, even if he fucking loses for having Austin's last match at WrestleMania, uh, it's going to be a huge moment. I'm sure that, John Cena, Randy Orton, CM Punk were all really happy for KO, but I'm sure all of them were like, fuck! Because all of the Brock <laughs> Lesnar, too. Brock Lesnar always wanted to have a match with Austin. Uh, all those guys are great. 
But I love that Kevin Owens, if this is true, gets uh, he's going to get his ass kicked, basically. He's going to bring it. But if all right, say if you guys if, if there is a table, because I feel like this is going to be a brawl. We can kind of start talking about this. I think this might be hardcore just to help out with the limitations of Austin. Kind of like Sting, who's at 62 and doing great, you know, doing stuff involved with that. If, if there is a spot where Kevin Owens has Austin and he's about to climb up something to jump off to put Austin through a table, Austin will move out of the way and Kevin Owens will eat shit. That's the type of stuff. when They'll be swinging at each other because they both throw potatoes. But when it comes down to it, Austin's got to do his his walk his walkover elbow drop his elbow drop off the second ropes. You got to do some mud hole stomping in the corner. You got to do Luthes press punches and a fucking stunner. Drink some beer. It's over. So yeah, this is this would be a perfect scenario. Give them fucking ten minutes, fifteen minutes if they think they can do it, and just have a lot of fun. Uh, I think that's probably exactly how I would see the match being booked. Um, Kevin Owens has looked reinvigorated since signing that contract. He's doing shit I haven't seen him do in a long time in the ring. For instance, a second rope <laughs> moonsault on Raw. Um, do you think that he worked this into his contract that if Austin was coming back, he was the fucking guy? Because I thought there was no way in absolute hell he was re-signing with WWE. But if it's to go against your childhood hero at WrestleMania, uh, maybe WWE is really just aiming for the fences with some of these new contracts. I don't know if he requested it, but... I wonder if they knew back then that this was a possibility because Austin's had the fucking ring since August. <coughs> so maybe if they're like, hey, Kevin, one of the ideas that we have is that if you resign, we're potentially trying to get Austin back in the ring. Would you want that as an added, you know, element, you know, potentially for your contract? That's probably, <coughs> sorry. That's probably something that, uh, you know, would be, yeah, you know what? I'll take more money in a potential match against Steve Austin. Yeah, I think I can do that. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, he could have had a ton of big matches in AEW or in New Japan, et cetera, wherever he went, but none of those fucking matches will be you versus Stone Cold in his first match back at WrestleMania, right? <laughs> so, like, even if that was mentioned, you have to look at that contract a lot more serious, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's like AJ with about? it's like AJ with Taker. Yep. <laughs> um, WWE they needed one last big match, and if they're getting Austin back, he's the he's the one to move the number. They don't have many legends left at this point. Austin is the kind of the last guy that's held out. That we've known they were going after the Rock. I mean. The Rock came out and said he obviously wasn't going to be there this year, and that it would be a while before he would do anything again. But this is, uh, I would almost say, bigger than The Rock at this point because we've seen him come back. I don't know if it's bigger from a social media standpoint, but as far as like diehard wrestling fans that are going to fucking pay for Peacock to watch WrestleMania, uh, Austin is probably the biggest get you could possibly get. So. Do you think it's going to be expected since it's going to be in L.A. next year that since they got Austin in Austin, they'll get The Rock in L.A. next year? 
Like, I feel like wrestling fans are going to put that type of pressure on WWE, you know? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. How much money did The Rock get for fucking cutting a very terrible promo at the beginning of the Super Bowl this year? (laughs) (laughs) Does he need to? Goddamn Kevin Hart. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, don't don't get The Rock if he can't say shit like candy ass and like. He's just talking up both teams. It's weird. It's a weird way for the Rock to cut a promo. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> maybe L.A. I don't know. I heard that he was doing a movie around the same time as Mania next year, and that uh, from what I remember, Alvarez was saying it'd probably be like twenty. Well, twenty twenty three would be next year. So uh, yeah, it. I guess. I mean, it makes sense. It's in L.A. Even though he's always been booked for Miami. All right, so so all right, I got two questions. One's a follow up to the first one because I love doing the shit, shit like that to you. Um, will he get the bug if he has a great fucking match and he realizes that he can still go for a little bit based on his limitations? Do you think Austin will want to do a couple more here and there or more interactions with wrestling in general after this? Because think about Sting. Sting thought he might just have that one tag match. And now think about all the shit that he's been doing when he had fucking spinal stenosis, was supposed to be done at wrestling, and he's 60 fucking two going on 63. I don't know. Sting and Stone Cold Steve Austin are two different animals. I mean, Sting continued to wrestle through his 40s and impact, doing very, very bad shit on and off. Um, With Austin, I mean, hell, if he has one, if he goes out there and has a really great match with Kevin Owens, do you want to chance it on the next person you would go against? Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, that's a good point. If the next person, I mean, that's the whole reason he didn't want to do another match is because his final match was against The Rock. He put The Rock over. That was the passing of the torch, and it was a good match. Probably not the best match Austin's ever had, but it was a, it was a pretty good match. People liked it at the time. Um, you know, if he does, if he has a similar or good match with with Kevin Owens, do you just continue to roll the ball and chance it? <laughs> like, kind of like, like Sean did. You have, yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, here's another question. I mean, this is completely theoretical. Uh, say Austin, either he gets reinvigorated, reinvigorated, he gets back into wrestling after having this match with Kevin Owens, or he doesn't come back now. Would you rather full year out Austin and the rock one last time in LA next year? No, because I don't think either of them would be able to carry a, a match. Yeah, it's sad. I mean, it would be great if they could get like a two out of three because you give rock the first one and that's down to like literally who's had the most wins at Mania against each other. But yeah, it's, you're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, you could do something like Austin and Kevin Owens versus the rock and uh, Roman. Oh God. That's awesome. Yeah. Cause then you have two other guys that can carry the majority of the match. Well, I'm assuming just Kevin Owens is going to be bumping everywhere. Cause that's what Kevin Owens be doing out here. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, 
uh, th- you could do something like that, I guess. But then again, do you want that? Like, if you have a good match of Mania, <laughs> do you want to do this shit on some random ass like Survivor Series or no uh, the next Saudi show? It's you know, I think if they if he does this match and it goes over well, it probably will be like Stone Cold's last match. It doesn't mean he won't still be involved. I mean, he could depending on what kind of contract they sign him to, he could like show up and stunner Adam Pierce and tell him he's the new uh, fucking GM or whatever. Uh, Which is all I really wanted, honestly, with Austin. I never, I was like, maybe one year we'll get him for like a six month period being the gen, the GM riding his fucking four wheeler. Like that would be cool. I could see that happening. I never fucking thought Austin was getting back in the ring potentially, especially like, to the point where it's like, no, this actually might happen. It's like, what? I'm going fucking crazy. Yeah, and I, I even joked about that la- on last week's show. I was I was joking about the fact that you know she got the uh, was it Sonia had gotten that random email saying like, hey, if you interfere in this match, you're no longer the GM or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. So maybe that's not actually Vince. It's Austin, and that's where they're building because he's going to be part of Mania. Nah, he's just going to have a fucking match, <laughs> match I guess. I'm going to have a match in Austin. What? Because I'm Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? Oh, there'll be so much beers. And then they, they can throw, like, and you can pull Kevin Owens up, you know, afterwards, him all, like, fucked up and out of it, and get a couple Molsons thrown his way. And then they can like cheers, and then Austin hits them with another fucking stunner. Beer everywhere, you know, just, just good stuff. That's all we need. We just need, dude. We need the greatest hits. That's all. That's all it is. That's all, like Ric Flair says about him and Sean. He goes, he came up to Sean and he says, he goes, I don't know if I could do this. I'm gonna fuck up. And Sean said, shut up. He's like, go out there. I will take care of you. Just do your fucking greatest hits, and I will make sure you look great. And Ric Flair said, all right, never mind. And they went out and had that amazing match. So, I'm. Sh- do you think co- Kevin Owens has that confidence? That's a lot of fucking pressure to get a good match out of someone that hasn't wrestled since 2003 and is 57 years old. I mean, with Austin, he's gonna he only has to hit like eight spots, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, punches, punch him, kick him, <laughs> Luthez press, right? Uh, mud hole stomp in the corner, couple clotheslines. Uh, the dropping rest elbow. of it is just dropping the doing the bird elbow <laughs> spot. Like that's all really you want to see out of Stone Cold, I guess. I don't know. Yep. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I guess the big thing is like, is Stone Cold gonna be the kind of guy that's like, well, if I'm gonna come in, I want to go out. On bottom, so Kevin Owens gonna have to beat me. <laughs> Which I could see that happening. Do you think Vince will want that though? <laughs> I don't think that Vince or the fans would want that. I mean, I have no problem with it because I think that puts I Kevin either. Owens to a different level. But I don't, I don't see that occurring in this scenario. And dude, all right, who retired the Undertaker? Roman. <laughs> Well, oh, I mean, guess you're right. Really? I guess I guess <laughs> technically, yeah. No matter what, it was Roman. He was the last person to beat him at WrestleMania. Um, well, all right. Well, who had his last match? I was going to say AJ Styles and AJ lost. But, you know, it's still, he got fucking Undertaker's last match. So. Yeah, I mean, the Undertaker basically retired the Good Brothers from WWE. I don't know if that counts. 
<laughs> yeah, that's a good that point. was their last. That was their last match there. Uh, Undertaker is different than Austin, though. Right? A little bit. Taker's having a match too, man. This is in Texas. He's gonna have everyone. Taker's gonna fight. Um, who's Taker gonna fight? Who they're gonna get? I'm surprised if you thought you could get Austin back that they didn't do like the Boneyard match with Austin versus Taker, but. I I don't know. You know, Austin is a little weirder where he probably has seen. I'm sure I haven't listened to his podcast in a while. Does he still do his normal podcast? No, he doesn't. He only does the uh, because he does the the new one because it just became him and his wife talking about like, yeah, we went hunting this weekend. Me and my girl, we both were drinking our margaritas on the beach. (laughs) What? And I was like, God damn it. I love you, Austin, but I don't care. Like, <laughs> well, then, pina colada. What? <laughs> so, yeah, that was, uh, that was awesome. I can't, this is so weird, man. <laughs> like I said to you, if I told you a month ago, three weeks ago, you probably would have thought I was insane if I said there's a good chance Cody Rhodes and Stone Cold Steve Austin will be at WrestleMania, most likely wrestling. Like that's insane. Yeah, it's it's easily the craziest news we've had on the same day. That we I had to stop and make a random episode, <laughs> right? But I mean, to me, if you're a WWE fan, this is all great news. Absolutely. I don't know if you're a diehard Cody AEW fan. This might be a very sad day. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's like, just be a wrestling fan. We all got we all got wins, man. Stuff's getting better, except for NXT, who's... What the fuck? But we won't even go there. And, you know, now there's more flavors going different places. There's a good chance in WWE we might get some of the titles unified, which would be amazing. Um, I'm not going to fucking just hope and pray for it, but I'm just saying. So there's stuff happening. And, you know, you're going to see some people just magically disappear off AEW's roster, and it's filling in with some amazing fucking talent, and WWE's doing their thing. Like we've said, Impact's doing their thing. New Japan, everyone's getting along and having fun. You know, it's 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 wrestling. Let's, let's, let's enjoy it, right? Yeah, once again, shout out to that guy from AEW a few weeks ago that just had this sign that just said, just enjoy wrestling. Thought that was exactly one of the best wrestling sides I've seen in a long time. But uh, exciting stuff, man! I think that we kind of went over everything we know so far. I guess we'll hear more in the next few days. Uh, I'm assuming that it will leak that Cody is officially signed. Right now, everyone is just under the assumption he signed and the knowledge that he was offered a ridiculous contract. Oh, news uh, item just in. Uh, Cody Rhodes and Stone Cold Steve Austin will be on NXT tonight. What? No, I'm just kidding. That's not happening. <laughs> they wouldn't do that. <laughs> um, one more and thing. On before, si- before we get out of here. It's on the Sci-Fi he- Network, so no one will know where to fucking find it. <laughs> Stone Cold's on Sci-Fi? Oh, my God. What channel am I? I've only been on USA. What? All right. <laughs> One last, one last thing, uh, since it just came to my mind, which, like I said, I thought was the only news item that was going to be up today. But 
pretty cool nonetheless, I guess. Uh, Josh Alexander, past uh, Impact World Champion, X Division Champion, Tag Champion, along with Ethan Page of the North, uh, is no longer with Impact Wrestling. And so much that his work visa ended and he had to go back to Canada, cancel two wrestling events here, one with Terminus, and uh, is renegotiating, but apparently talking to multiple uh, companies right now. So this might have been way smaller compared to the other things, but I'm a big fan of Josh. Like I've said, he kind of reminds me of Bret Hart and Kurt Angle kind of merged into someone. Great singles wrestler, great tag wrestler. Chris, real quick, where where do you, where would you like to see him end up? Because I'm kind of pulling for New Japan or AEW because they could put him back with Ethan Page if they wanted to. And I think that he's someone that could actually be big talent. But New Japan with that guy, I think would be a lot of fun with the, the uh, human weapon. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it would be great to see him in New Japan. Um, I don't know. He was teased as signing with AEW. Brandy Rhodes just cut that fucking promo. Well, she's fired. Referencing him. Yeah. Just, I'm just well, kidding. She didn't get fired. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the fans in Chicago fired her. <laughs> um, no, but she did cut that promo talking about Joss Alexander specifically. And um, oh no, is that is that the landing spot? Maybe there's obviously interest if they're going to be bringing his name up. I'd love to see him in the TNT uh, Championship division. Start giving him and Jay Lethal some matches together and fucking you know series of whatever. That would be cool as hell. But uh, yeah, that was like I said, I thought that was the biggest news today. And then Austin and Cody Rhodes just was like, you know, just giving us the finger, which is. Fuck you, Cody. Austin's allowed to do it. Damn it. <laughs> Exciting stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm Josh Alexander's going to be fine wherever he lands. And uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe Cody's like, hey, bring my boy in. <laughs> and Josh this, this is going to be my heater. Um, that's oh, that's one well, thing if, I would say. If that happens, we need to get Otis and Cody away from... Josh Alexander and Chad Gable need to be in a tag team if that does happen. I'm just saying, she would be crazy. Or Braun Breaker. Oh my God, he could be the he could be the Rick Steiner in the uh, you know Sam. Yeah, but uh, either way, Josh Alexander's getting signed somewhere. He'll be fine once they figure out once he gets an actual contract out there and can re get his re up his visa. Uh, that's just so fucking weird that that happened. Which we, I mean, we talked about that with the way that, with that last episode of Impact, like, he just randomly got sent home from, like, accidentally knocking over Scott Demore, and then removed all together from the pay-per-view card, and and I thought it was for sure just, like, he's going to show up and join, like, Ring No More, or uh, Honor No More, or him and uh, Jonathan Gresham are going to be, like, a team against all of these guys kind of like as outsiders, but uh, apparently not. <laughs> it's... it's crazy. I would not have lost him. That's uh, it's pretty nuts. Hey, at least he was able to get the championship belt in like, you know, for five seconds after having an amazing match with Christian. But hey, lots of stuff. If he goes to New Japan, WWE, or uh, AEW, there'll be lots of great matches that I'll look forward to seeing him a part of. Um, hopefully he gets more uh, TV time than Brian Cage, though, if he does go to AEW. Oh, I got some breaking news. Breaking news! 
Okada to appear. No, I'm just kidding. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> I got a chub. Damn it. Uh, what, a right. what a day. What a day. Let's call it a day. We get we, we both have uh, this wonderful NXT pay-per-view to watch. Uh, well, I mean, there will be some fun matches. I think Ciampa's going against Ziggler. You got Braun going against... Um, uh, fuck. God damn it. I only uh, know his uh, lucha name. Legato del Fantasma's leader, whose name is escaping, uh, Escobar. Yes, Santos Escobar. So those should be good. And probably some other terrible matches. But anyways, you guys have a good one. This is Dane, Dane Alves, Dane Alves 42. You can find me on Twitter, Dane Alves, on Facebook. Okay, and you can listen to the show. We do it usually every Saturday, and then we have it out usually by Sunday or Monday. So listen to us. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all that jazz. Chris, say goodbye to all the lovely people. Goodbye, all the lovely people. Um, hope you had an exciting day as much as Dane and I have. Hope you enjoyed this episode, this random breaking news episode. And if you want to talk to me, you can hit me at, at Chris R. Patton on Twitter and Christopher.R.Patton on Facebook. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening t- to us. I'm just flabbergasted still, guys. I feel like a little child. All right. So you guys have a good one. Listen to the news. Listen to our show. And uh, peace out. All right. Bye.